Hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks podcast. I am joined, as usual, by the usual cast of characters. First of all, the evil genius, the numbers guy, the keeper of the intercentum, Keith of Keith's Comics. Keith, how are you? Good morning, everybody. Everybody all to you. <laughs> okay. And then there's the guy that's always wrong, the dirty old geek, the man with the hole in his collection, Brian needs one. Brian, how are you? I am wonderful. Bienvenudos. They'll come in. <laughs> okay. And I, of course, am the world's oldest kid sidekick. I am the world's guy. My name is Lance. They'll come in. Oh. <laughs> Warriors come out to play. And welcome to another issue. So, uh, didn't seem like there was a lot of news. Is there? Is there any news to talk about? You know what? There's a few things to talk about. We had uh, the High Republic, new Star Wars, um, the new direction for Star Wars. Okay, so the, and this is like the the the, the heyday of the Jedi, is yes. that Okay. Yeah, I want to say it's something like a hundred years before. I think it's three hundred. Could be three hundred. Could be a thousand. But who fucking knows? Uh, but it's prior to. It's the heyday. It's the when the uh, the Jedi were. Yeah. Three years uh, are different than ours anyway, so it doesn't matter. It isn't a. It's a galaxy far, far away. A long time ago. Long time ago. Long, long time ago. It's more than one long. Oh. <laughs> it's it's ahead in zeros. So that hits today. So I'm interested to see. Um, well, the comic books hit. I don't know if any novels, and I should have checked, but uh, the comic books hit the stands today. Given the popularity of the Mandalorian and the excitement over what's coming in, as far as Star Wars goes, I would expect them to do reasonably well. And I'm excited to see where they're going with it. Uh, future state hits for DC. I'm a little more excited for it now. Uh, the tie-in to Death Metal uh, was pretty cool, how they, they did all that. That, to me, looks like it's going to be interesting. And then we've got Vision Scarlet Witch starting this week. Oh, okay. Marvel's released Legends on uh, Disney+. Plus. They're kind of explaining who the characters are, who the Legends are. Okay. And the first one deals with uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision. The show looks interesting. They're dropping the first two episodes this week. Kind of the thing that they've hyped the most as far as all the trailers go is the uh, switching with sitcoms. Really what that's going to do is um it's kind of an introduction into um how long they've been in that world and it will also allow the children to grow up so that's how they're going to basically do that oh okay they did remain uh faithful i thought was interesting to to sitcoms um the ones that they shot for the 50s uh they shot in front of a live studio audience oh neat yeah and, and they brought it up through. The interesting one, of course, is the Full House connection. With Elizabeth Olsen being the sister of Ashley and Mary-Kate. Oh, who okay. gained prominence as, uh, you got it, dude. Michelle Tanner. I think this is Michelle. Um, but they're, they're, part of it is going to end pretty quickly. The sitcom part. Okay. They're going to raise the children. They're going to... All the while, S.W.O.R.D. is trying to break through this bubble that she's created. Okay. So, uh, and then they will start to do that. And this is going to lead directly into um, Doctor Strange 
and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Uh, this is a result of um, Scarlet Witch. Uh, so that's about it. I mean, it's it's there's some exciting stuff coming and uh, and some things to look forward to and um, things that I have poo pooed for months now that I'm suddenly you wrong. Are you maybe wrong? Maybe I could be wrong about this. But maybe you'll be wrong about being wrong. All right. So in celebrating our second favorite decade of movies, the 1970s, we have come to the end, gentlemen, and we have come to 1979, which is another really stacked year. With, uh, actually before, and I keep forgetting this, um, so before I start the timer, I'm going to call the following as low-hanging fruit. You would. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Apocalypse Now, uh, Star Trek the motion picture, even though I didn't like it. Loved it. Oh, what's wrong with you? It's the start of the franchise, dude. I, that's the only good thing about it. it, it there was a second one. Yeah, the second one outweighed the first one by a great deal. Uh, Alien. Mad Max, and uh, we're going to call those the low-hanging fruit. So with... had a fucking bald chick. Who cares? And and the dad from uh, Seventh Heaven. Collins? Stephen Collins? Stephen Collins. Before this All the was... nice things that I've said that you were deeper than I thought, you're not. No. All right. 15 minutes on the timer. He's like a puddle. You Isn't see him, you don't know how deep he is. Persis Kambata. Yeah, isn't she dead? I have no idea. I think she is. Oh. Uh, all right, 50 minutes on the clock. Keith, give us a movie from 1979. Coming in third place, I'm going to go with uh, 1941. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was like an honorable mention for me, but a lot of people said that, that uh, is Spielberg's worst film. I, I, I don't I think still so. enjoy I it. I still enjoy disagree. it. I, I love I, that movie. Yes, I, I, I used to watch it all the time. I haven't watched it lately, but yeah. It was one of my favorite. Treat Williams. Uh, who else is in there? Everybody's in Candy, it, John Candy, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, the 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 leads aren't anybody super famous or no. whatever. Uh, Wendy Jo Sherbert's yeah, yeah. in there. She's great, but it, it it's a fun little. Oh, it's film. got Tim Tim Matheson. Yes, the, yes, it is. is yes. the guy is the the Army Colonel or the Air Force Colonel? Yeah. Who, Look, Haley's coming. Who oh, uh, gets the gal up? The, the gal yeah. who's gets excited by airplanes and he yeah. they. Yeah. they and it's got the dummy. It's Animal House during World War Two. <laughs> yeah, Ned Beatty's in it and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, it's basically Animal House during World War Two. It's kind of a screwball, yes. screwball it's comedy. There were lots of choices. It was sort of in with my third one, so I selected it. So, what do you got, Brian? Uh, my, for my third one, he's gonna go deep. No, he's not. I bet you his, his deep one's not gonna be. He's gonna, his deep one's usually number two. <laughs> he's like a family. All that jazz. Oh, great uh, movie. That one, Bob Fosse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roy Scheider. It's a great yeah. movie. It I is. Love that it's movie. Uh, uh, Judy Landers. It's, it's a dark movie, though. Well, yeah. yeah, it's 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 about the life of of a chorus line dancer yeah, and what yeah. they have to. Is he's picking? Yeah, and and for Roy Scheider is essentially Bob Fosse, and Bob Fosse was a notorious asshole. Yeah, it it's really kind of shows you the the life. And, seedy and, underbelly. Yeah, as you go through this audition process, it's a musical, so I would not have expected you to watch it. Uh, it's no chorus line, but it's it's a great little. You go so, so, soft enough, dude. The they don't need to hear me. Sing. We don't want to hear it. Yeah, that's true. My third one is a musical. I know what it is. What? My third one is a musical. It's probably going to be my number one. 
I can pick another one because I. No. Ah, no, you know no, what? I'm gonna pick another pick one because I. No, no, go for it. Yeah, go Are for it. Are you sure? Yeah. PJ Souls would like that. No, no, I think you're you're. Oh. It's, it's the opposite end of that one, the Muppet movie. That, <laughs> that is not is my that number, number one. That's your new number one. That's my new number one. Love it. Absolutely. Nine years old, saw that in the theater. Just everything. I love everything about that movie. Yep. The songs are great. You know, obviously, you know, the the Muppets are, you know, characters we grow up with and stuff like that. And the cameo by Orson Welles with the let's draw off the big famous, big and famous contract at the end is, still gets me to this day. So. It, um, the Muppets were huge at that point. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And it was, it was exciting to see that movie. That and, um, the uh, part where Kermit the Frog is riding the bicycle. I still can't figure out how they did that. I absolutely love that they went deeper into the characters and gave us kind of more of a... It was like an or- almost an origin story for the Muppets, like yeah. how they all met and stuff like that. It was a snapshot of... Uh, it was deeper. It was deeper. It was great. Yeah, all right, well, speaking of, speaking of deeper, Keith, what's your number oh, two? No, there's no deeper here. Uh, I'm going to go and play the the... Lance card here. Uh-oh. First Lance cheat of the year two, for Keith. Two for two. Uh-oh. Um, I couldn't pick between them. Um, they're so opposite each other. Uh, I'm Meatballs and Black Hole, which don't aren't even close to one another. But yeah, talk about opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> exactly. But it does sound like it would be an interesting porno. I knew as soon as I said that <laughs> that, that was coming. Just jumps, oh, jumps no. right to it. Yep. All right. Uh, they're both underdogs overcoming the big bad guys. So they're the same movie. <laughs> One in space. No, where, where is there an underdog in the black hole, dude? Those are great toys. The, the little animal. Yeah. What? What's uh, Vincent? What's the? He's a little. Yeah, Vincent was the. Vincent. And Maximilian. Yeah. yeah, dude. I, oh, did How you get underdog that? out of that? Oh, no. He's the hero. No, he's big and tough. No, he's a little R2-D2 wannabe. All right. Well, actually, Meatballs is, was on my list. It was going to be my number two. But, yeah. I mean, so. Woody the Wabbit. Would you consider that one a uh, a booby bimbo movie with a heart of gold? Or is that not a, have enough booby bimbos uh, in it? There's not enough breasts in it. Meatballs? Yeah. I would call it, yeah. I would call it a booby bimbo movie. I would not. Teenage comedy, but there's how many how many boobs are actually in it? It isn't the amount of boobs in the movie it's that make the, it a, a. It's the feel of it. It's the feel, feel of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's and that's a booby bimbo flick. I I disagree. Okay. Contact us. Let okay. us know what you feel. Uh, <laughs> okay, I got my number. I'm what? gonna I'm gonna pull a lance now too. Okay. I wasn't gonna pull a lance, but okay. I've been torn. I'll leave you on guys my alone. number two. But, but fuck it, I'm doing it. My number two, The Rose slash Breaking Away. Uh, Breaking Away was a great little independent flick that that just took over everything. It was my yeah. honorable mention. Yeah, it, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, that's a really good like movie about being buddies and but stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Com- coming of age yeah. in the in the oh the we're not Italian. Yeah. Uh, fucking great and the and the and the uh, downfall of your heroes and seeing it just it's just a great little film and the rose really the unofficial story of janis joplin but that really got me into janis joplin because i wanted to know more 
still uh, absolutely love that song. Uh, it's one that I can play twice in a row because I just want to hear it again. And lyrically, it's just fucking great. But, uh, and Bette Midler did a phenomenal job in that film. Phenomenal. So, yep, The Rose and Breaking Away. Okay. Uh, well, since uh, my number two has been spoken for, uh, I'm going to go with something that they don't do anymore, which is essentially they did this for both uh, Battlestar Galacta and they did this for Buck Rogers in the 25th century. They released essentially what was the pilot in movie theaters. Oh, and um, the, uh, the 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 movie theater version had it was a little bit you know slightly it was more like PG it was slightly edgier it was a little bit sexier and stuff like that and then they 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 cut it back uh, for the uh, when they made it into two episodes of television or whatever but I remember seeing Buck Rogers in the 25th Century in the theater with my buddies oh that's cool so that was kind of cool that's fucking awesome yeah. yeah I would now like to see the edgier version. I'm, I'm I'll sure to, it's I'm sure it's available somewhere. We'll have to dig that up <laughs> yeah. or something like that. But because yeah, that would a, be fun. A, it was a little bit more like they they were killing people, and you know, I had Princess Ardell, and you know, she was half naked and stuff like that. And my I'm into it. My girlfriend Aaron Gray, and <gasps> what a wonderful, wonderful woman. I'm mean, just a wonderful person. I'm glad to hear that she's a nice person because she she, is, she is. was my crush growing up. So. Oh yeah. All is. right, Keith. Me what, too. What's your uh, What's your number one? Well, I've been called this a lot. It's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody remember how big Steve Martin was? Like, I remember listening to his King comedy record. King Tut. You had King Tut, which, that, which, which made the charts. Let's get to his. I remember listening to Let's Get Small over and over and yeah. over again. It, it was such a brilliant comedy record. But, I mean, this is an absolutely brilliant movie. And yeah, there yeah. That parts of you couldn't shoot nowadays. No, no. No. <laughs> Lots of parts. No. <laughs> but, yes. Uh,. How many years later, still quoting lines? Yeah. Still, it still makes me laugh. Some of the things. He hates All these I need cans. is this ashtray. He hates and this cans. lamp. I just need this ashtray and this lamp. And this chair. And this chair. <laughs> My favorite is when he's with his dad. So I'm going to teach you the lessons of life. This is shit, and this is shino. <laughs> My dad still says that to this day. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it just, Bernadette Peters, it's just fun as hell. I, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of things you can't do it. No. no. The beginning of it, yeah. you yes. could not do. Yeah, yeah. So I, check it out. Okay, so number one for me. Yes. I bet I, oh, okay, so you, <laughs> your number one is a musical as well, and I bet I know what it is. Hair. Wow, oh. I was wrong, okay. I thought of that when I was when I was going through the list. I'm like, I didn't even bother putting it on my list because I figured it'd be on your list. Just a, uh, just a great little film. Just a fun little film with a with a uh, hard hard ending. I was getting mixed with shampoo, <laughs> but it all comes out glossier that way. It shiny. Just, it all comes out shiny in the end. Yeah, it's just a a great little. Um, Anti-war flick. It is a sad ending. Are you going to favor us with a few bars of... I have a great video of my wife and her sisters at... Oh, I'm going to say they were probably in their late teens uh, singing I Like Black Boys. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God, is that funny. Oh, my God, is that funny. Uh, 
Yeah, I just, uh, no, I'm not going okay. to treat you to a few bars. Let's see, what YouTube channel are you throw that up on? I should. Uh, but what a fun little film. All right. Keith, do you want to do your number one, or? I had my number one. Oh, okay. Your so, number one. Oh, I just want, because I want to make sure you're getting taken care of, Keith, because that was one of our, our New Year's resolutions, to make sure that you covered all, all your bases. Oh, okay. Right, no, well, my number usually one. number two you skip over, and you let me Okay. Have it. Okay. Well, my number one uh, is should be no surprise. Uh, it is Walter Hill's second movie. And Brian, I'm going to take this bet, shove it up your ass, and turn you into a popsicle. Yes, it's the Warriors. <laughs> it, the yeah. greatest gang. I mean, like, <coughs> I don't know how to describe it other than it's the greatest gang movie ever, but it's not really a gang movie. It's more like a comic book gang movie or something like that completely or? it is yes completely it, it's the again the underdogs getting it's living. the story of Anabasis which is some uh, Greek mercenaries caught behind uh, the Persian lines and they have to fight their way back to Greece and they use that as a basis and they bought a book off this guy which has absolutely nothing to do with the the actual story and they use that as the basis for I love when they do that uh, this the baseball theories are the greatest gang ever. They wouldn't last a minute in actual gang territory. No, no. no. do you remember at that point though? Gangs were popping up. There was like a Hanover Park gang, and there was a, yeah, like, yeah. Oh a no, there was gang. guys in my high school that called themselves <clears throat> the Gramercy Riffs, and they thought they were so cool and stuff but like there'd that. There'd be like there was a a roller rink not that far away from our house, and there would be fights there all the time between these. Goofy ass gangs with baseball bats and chains, and yeah, they'd all be dead in two seconds nowadays. I just remember that it was uh, the chick from who played the older sister in Too, Too Close, Close for, for Comfort. Comfort. Uh, De- Falkenberg. Right. Yeah, Debbie, Deborah. De- Deborah she was, she, uh, she was all nipples all the way through. Yes, she, I, I will have to, uh, I will have to give you credit on that one, Brian. Yes, she was nipples all the way through. Tying mattress to your back or whatever the line in, in there. When they're sitting in the train station. Yeah. When she make she kisses them and uh, pull well, and a train. Like, yeah. All and then right. that fucking pro- great guy and he was what, what dream was it dreamscape? Yeah. That he was the bad guy in two? Yeah, yes he was. He was he's such also a good in, actor. He's also in John Wick. Oh, first oh David Patrick Kelly, yeah. 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 It was the the guy who the bottle the, 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 the And the bottle guy. thing yeah. was improv. Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. That was an improv. That he, a guy that uh, lived next door to him used to freak him out and do that kind of a thing. All right, well, we have less than a minute left for honorable mentions, Holy gentlemen. Shit. Frisco Kid, Moonraker, Norma Ray. I'm going to uh, go gang movies, The Wanderers. Sunburn uh, with uh, Fair Fawcett. The Champ. Oh, which I thought it's for the sure only was, movie that made me cry. I thought it's for the only sure movie that was going to make me cry. I thought that was going to be on your list. Escape from Alcatraz. Escape from Alcatraz. Oh, is that a great Folks, movie? which is a really Being good movie. there, Peter Sellers. Time after time. Monty Python's Life of Brian, the Ramones movie Rock and Roll High School, PJ which I thought was going to be your number one. Love It First Bite. Uh, and then uh, my favorite horror movie of all time, Phantasm. North Dallas 40. Amityville Horror. Nolte. Amityville Horror. You also had TV movies, the Elvis movie with uh, Kurt Russell. Russell. Oh. And Miracle Worker with, with uh, Patty Duke Aston and, and uh, uh, Sally Field. Yes. No, not so. Feel Melissa Gilbert. Sorry, Melissa, Melissa Gilbert. Sorry. All right, so that's the wrap up for our favorite films of the 1970s. Let us know what yours are. That bell makes me so nervous.
Alright, so for this edition of the Three Old Geeks Top 3 list, I'm going to go with uh, one of Brian's favorites here. So, with 15 minutes on the timer, gentlemen, the learned panel, you fellas, or whatever I'm calling you this week, what are your favorite kind of versions of Wonder Woman in any kind of media? And go. There are so many. My number three, there was a series of, I don't know if they were Justice League shorts, but I think they were shorts. Real um, recent, like? Yes. Okay. And and they had kind of a, I won't call her a punk rock version of Wonder Woman, but they were younger. Uh, she was edgier. And I really liked kind of that characterization. Her hair was a little wilder. and she Okay. Was, yeah, it was... A, uh, the Justice League shorts. Yeah, like a Cartoon Network or yep. something like that? I haven't watched yep. those yet. I've been meaning to. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, they should have them on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's where I saw them. Okay. All right, cool. All right, Keith, what's uh, what's one of your favorite incarnations of Wonder Woman? My number two, three, I almost went to two, just skip number three, um, is not really called Wonder Woman. Uh, it's the Superwoman character from... Justice League Crisis. Uh, oh, Gina Torres voiced her. She was just a badass. Yeah, yeah. She's on the crime yeah, syndicate. Yeah, crime, yeah, crime syndicate. syndicate. Yeah. She was sort of uh, uh, the Marvel version of uh, like yeah, Marvel, yeah. like Shazam, Captain Marvel version, of, like because uh, her henchmen were like you know Uncle Marvel yeah, and yes. Captain Marvel Junior and stuff like that, or like the evil. She, she was the Owl Man's uh, girlfriend, whatever. You yeah. Mean, so well, I, she was she was screwing Ultraman. But she was having an affair with, with Owl Man. She was, yeah. And she was kind of that the the that planet's um, version of Lois Lane. What? Oh. Where are you getting all this from? Did you watch the same movie that I did? No, I read the Crime Syndicate. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'm I... into the Crime Syndicate. Okay. Well, I was more talking the movie. That was the, the animated. And this is an animated movie. Okay. But yeah. She is just from Crime. I don't think they even called him the Crime Syndicate in that. No. One. But it's the crime syndicate. It was yeah, the it Earth. Was. It was the Earth two yeah. versions of them. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry if I went too deep into the character you did. for you guys. Wow. Jesus. It's sick. Well, my number three is going to be I probably your number one. <gasps> so I'm going to go to my number two. <laughs> and uh, this is actually a version uh, in both print be my number one. <laughs> and an animated series. It is Darwin Cook's version of Wonder Woman in the New Frontier. Uh, and she's voiced by Lucy Lawless in the animated movie. We've talked about it in the in a previous episode, but uh, <coughs> that was kind of the the Wonder Woman like. It was a great mix of like the '40s Wonder Woman and then like the modern Wonder Woman, where she, it was like she was wearing like she had like the hairstyle, sort of like the old '40s Wonder Woman, but then she had like armor. She was, you know, had freed these women in Indochina and gave them... She was way badass. Yeah. Probably the most badass Wonder Woman. I'm not going to go any more deeper because I don't want to piss people off. Okay. Now you're going to stop? But I like... But the way she was drawn, the way that Darren Quick drew her, she she was... She was meteor. She had big shoulders. She was taller than Superman. She was bigger than Superman yeah, yeah. by quite and, a bit. Yeah, and uh, I just thought, what an incredible take on on a character. And as powerful. Yes. 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 That was a great so, choice. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I kind of, I think that today's Wonder Woman, her power level was taken from that. I mean, they kind of beefed her up. I'm going to argue. Lot. I'm going to in my number one. I'm going to argue that point. Okay. 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 So what's your number two there? My number two will be the uh, Perez era, Wonder Woman. Uh, when he took her over 
And uh, well, no, and that's when that was when they seriously got into like the mythology. Yes. They yes. made Ares one of her supervillain, you know, like in the, the that whole thing where they her cheetah became just badass. Yeah. yeah, some of the best written Wonder Woman. I think so. I really do. Oh, wow. the, the first 10, 12 issues of that run. Phenomenal, yes. Yeah, are the best comics you're going to get. Okay. All right, cool. Well, since he took my number two, bastard, probably got my number one also. Uh, I have a feeling I know what both your number ones are. Um, my number two will be Gal Gadot. From the, you know what? Yes. From the first Wonder Woman movie, the No Man's Land scene just fucking rocked. It, 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 you look Almost at that, didn't make it into the movie. It, yeah, it made the character, yeah. Wow, uh, but she was she was great at both Diana and uh, Wonder Woman. I I would argue that she's still the same in WWE eighty four. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But I yeah I love Gal. I yeah, she's I, become the Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah no, I think she's fantastic as well. Yes. I really do. So that's my number two. I was afraid I would dip into her Justice League, and I didn't want to do that or Batman v Superman because then you guys look at me you just want to keep fucking on dipping. crazy. You are. You're, no, you're just wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my number one actually is the version of Wonder Woman from Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Because I've never been a huge Wonder Woman fan. And this was the first, like, that both of those series was put her on a level that made her part of the big three. Other than just that legacy of being the first super, hero, super heroine, heroine, if you will. That put her on a level of Superman and Batman. Like, she was as strong. She could fly. And it was the the comparisons of... She was trained for a thousand years as being a warrior. Um, as opposed to Superman, who was a, raised as a farm boy type of thing. And she, um, to me, that made her... And voiced by Susan Eisenberg, fantastic. That's the voice I in, that I read when uh, I read her in a comic or something like that. Uh, she was just, I thought that the the guy, the way that the, the WB handled her in both series was fantastic, and that she is my absolute 100% Wonder Woman, and I think the love that Gal Gadot gets and stuff like that, a lot of it derives from the way she was portrayed in, in the, the animated series. I would argue that. I would, too. But, but the power level, I think, like, especially in Wonder Woman 84, the power level is the power level from Wonder, from from Justice League. What I'm going to say is I was torn on my number ones, and, and uh, if I had to split them, that would be absolutely okay. my other uh, number one. I yeah, think. I didn't even bother putting it in there because I knew. Well, no, it's, it's it's a phenomenal. Oh, no, it is. Uh, Representation, yeah. yes. Okay. Of, of that character. And you're right. Yeah. When I read her, I read that voice. I hear that voice. Okay. So that's a, yeah. Well, my number three, and I'm guessing your two number one, is all uh, all going to be the same here. Cassidy Crosby? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wonder Woman 76! Linda Carter, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly embodied uh, the strength of the character. There was an innocence to her. She was completely approachable. Yeah, she was... And she was sexy without being sexual. Exactly. I mean, she had that perfect girl next door quality. She, she could be woman power without being preachy. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, if only they had better people for her to fight. <laughs> well, well, and I, okay. I've I've gone on record about this before. I like the World War Two. I did. I, I do better than I like the seventies. I do too, but you know, fighting gorillas and stuff. It just there was no there was no. 
Yeah, it suffered from the same thing that Spider-Man and Captain America and Shazam and everything from all superhero things yeah. from the 70s the whole, had no yeah. supervillains. Yeah. It was, let's go fight these cattle rustlers or these car thieves or something yeah. like that. And the only one that could actually pull that off was the Hulk. It's the only series that ever pulled that off, fighting cattle rustlers and the corrupt sheriff. And, and Hulk the, save horses. Yeah, Hulk save horses. <laughs> Yes, uh, I enjoyed the 40s version of Linda Carter much more than yes. the present day. She could fight Nazis all day long. I'd pay money to watch her fight Nazis all day long. Yep. Uh, I think I did. You can talk about no, it. I did, no, it's okay. I thought you were going to put something else in there. No, I love the, the went, spinny uh, change thing. Well, and yeah. uh, the spinny change thing was, and actually Gal, Gal Gadot uses it, is that the, she was the first one to throw the headband. Ah, yes, she was. Use it as a weapon. And then, uh, I always liked like the the costume. Like she'd do the spinny thing, yeah. and she could help someone have a scuba outfit. Yes. Or like you know, she was on like a horse ranch, and she'd have like a cowboy outfit and or something. And the skateboarding like. outfit. Yeah, the skateboarding that, outfit. That was or stupid. That was just stupid as shit. I loved her bracelets. They were bigger than most of the bracelets yes. were. They looked cool. It just the whole costume was. And with the glasses on as Diana Prince. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Sexy women in glasses. There's probably websites dedicated. There are many. I, I figured you probably were Fucking were many. All right, well, we've got a ton of time left on the clock here, boys. What are the honorable mentions that we are not getting? You know what? I, I'm going to throw out, I enjoyed them. I thought it was, it, was, um, it was a stupid move on DC's part, but the 70s mod... Wonder Woman when she gave really? up her powers and she became a secret really? agent. You are the only one in the world. No, you know what? I liked that they tried to do something different with a character that that was different. I mean, you go you go from her inception where she's kind of a bondage queen. Oh, yeah. yeah there's there's yeah. there's been documentaries oh. done on that. She gets spanked in every episode yeah. and she loses her power when she's tied, tied by up. a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of spanking shit in the 40s and 50s. They liked it. Uh, but but then they take her into this whole different direction. <laughs> it, it didn't work. It didn't. I mean, okay, and, and to your point, Brian, how many times have they thrown shit up against the wall to see if it'll, it'll work and stuff like that? You know, Azrael Batman, you know, long-haired Superman, blue and red Superman, you know... Uh, or Wonder Woman with the bicycle shorts in the nineties or oh, whatever. God, yeah, you know? that was horrible too. Oh yeah, they were they were trying to catch the zeitgeist of the times with. It the showed her as a competent yeah. woman without powers. Yeah, gave her more down to earth stories. She suffers from the same thing that Superman does in that she's so powerful, and she has no rogues gallery. She is a horrible. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were trying to do like the top three like. Wonder 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 villains, and there's like three. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we couldn't find a third one that we'd all heard of. Yeah, that we'd all read. Yeah, yeah. But they at least tried to do something different with the character that uh, that deepened her backstory. And then there's that that did not know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did the Kathy Lee Gifford TV movie that was based off of that version of her? I've never seen it before, so. Mm-mm. I don't think, no, no. not at all. Mm-hmm. It, it, they tried to do the whole 
same thing. She yeah, threw she them, had the she power and the, yeah. her her costume was completely different. Okay, yes. that maybe that's probably she, she looks like she's in a running suit half the time. Yeah, okay. she does. She looks like she's in a running suit. We didn't even talk about the failed Wonder Woman TV series that never came to be. Palicky. Oh, uh, no, the Sherwood. The oh, Batman sixty six. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, we mentioned this on a previous episode. If you have not gone and checked this out. William Dozier tried to do a Wonder Woman in the in '66 Batman style. There's like a five minute scissor reel on YouTube. Brian and I have checked it out. It is the, it's gold. It's fucking just like unbelievable. It like, was a show I would have never watched. Oh no! It, it, <laughs> and it's literally like you would never watch Wonder Woman living with her mother and her mother, you know, henpecking her that she. I've put doctors and lawyers in front of you, and you haven't met a man that you've married yet, and. and She's cooking her dinner, and there's a weird transformation thing, and she's, like... Standing in front of the mirror, admiring yeah, herself, and, and while Steve Trevor dies. It's really <laughs> creepy. Like, the, the mirror scene is almost a little creepy. It's creepy. It's creepy. It is yeah. way creepy. But, yeah, if you guys haven't checked that out yet, check it out, because it's, it's, you got to watch it at least once. If you're a comic, fan of comics from Batman 66 or Wonder Woman or whatever, it's probably the worst version of her, if mm. anything. Jimenez did a version of her I really enjoyed. It was a little later from the Perez version. The beginning of the New 52 stuff was decent, uh, the Azarello stuff. Again, it dealt more with the gods and stuff. It's funny I she didn't read that. She, okay, she wasn't quite, probably didn't like the artist. I can't I remember. I didn't. Cliff yeah. Chang? Yeah, that's what it was. No, I did not like so. the artist. Uh, not to say that his art is bad. Uh, I actually have seen a lot of it and quite like it. Yeah. And uh, Wonder Woman's an odd one for me in that I own a lot of Wonder Woman. And I don't know why. Artists. Well, a lot. No, I own a lot well, that have nothing to do with the artists. You're a guy who likes female characters, and she's the ultimate female yeah. character. Yeah. Dude. She is. It doesn't mean that I like a whole lot of her stories. Uh, I love the burn run. Uh, I thought some clunky stuff in that too. Oh God, yeah. But I thought his take on Wonder Girl was interesting. He again, they try to do something different. I oh, like no, I when they that, do something but, but different. His Wonder Woman wasn't. His Wonder Girl was interesting. Yeah, his Wonder was Woman Cassie, was just... Cassie, whatever her name was. was uh, Sandsmark. Casey Sandsmark. Casey, that's what it was. Yeah, that was kind of interesting, but it, it... They changed her The completely. Wonder Woman stuff was like kind of... Except when you started dealing with the JSA stuff. I love the Golden Age. Um, the JSA. She was basically the secretary. You've brought that up numerous times. All right, that's our favorite incarnations of Wonder Woman. Let us know what yours are. We threatened you guys with this. Uh, we <laughs> I didn't threaten you. I, it's our I cudgel. Was, I was against this, but go ahead. So, uh, much like the uh, rest of the American viewing public, we watched Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max. And, boy, technology, uh, I don't know. Everybody seemed to have a problem with this, except for Brian or whatever. We, I don't know if, if all the buffering and the failure of the... the HBO Max app led me to dislike this movie even more, but it was very frustrating. Uh, but Wonder Woman 1984 uh, was released uh, re- just two weeks ago, directed by Christmas. Patty Jenkins, who uh, directed the first one, written by Patty Jenkins, Jeff Johns, and David Callum. And it stars uh, our one of our favorites, Gal Gadot, uh, Chris Pine as Steve Trevor, Kristen Wiig as Barbara Minerva or the Cheetah, and Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord. And uh, the latest superhero movie to come out uh, 
gentlemen, what uh, what was the, the general opinion here? I uh, I'm, I unfortunately didn't sit and watch the whole thing because I was working. Because the, the only time I could, the only time I could get to work was when I was working. So I I, I missed chunks of it, which could be better, or could be worse. I don't not sure. Um, I just never got a feel that I really wanted to watch it. I, I didn't I didn't look and go. Oh man, I should rewind. You didn't stop what you were doing. I should should find out what happened, and it just that that never hit me. I liked it. Well, Brian, you like Sharknado movies, so that's not saying a lot. And you're always wrong, so it makes sense. Sharknado movies are great. I think if you took it in the context of '80s Wonder Woman, along with '80s movies. And that kind of eighties feel. I didn't even get that. other I than thought. the cheat, like the super cheesy stuff. It was, like, it was over the top, like, <coughs> like boiling the, down the eighties to yeah, a lot, lot of uh, let's get physical outfits. Yeah, and, and a the, lot, the, of, the, lot of aerobicized aerobicizing, outfits with yeah, leg warmers and stuff yeah. like that. And they didn't even have the right video games. Those video games that they had there weren't even around. Okay, in, and then, in I was eighty four. So they know. they effed that up too. Yeah, the the, the the they must not be a surplus of cars from the eighties for movies because all the cars that were and being the car guy, they were all seventies cars. Well, not a lot of people. A lot of people Ford. drove. Yeah, well, I'm but just, it was the you 80s. held on to cars forever back then. The uh, so you could fix them yourself. I, I wish they would have um, done a Clinton-esque. No. no it, was, it, was, it was a nine Reagan. It was Reagan. The president was supposed to be Reagan. Reagan. It was a turn your head and squint Reagan. Yeah. I love leg warmers. I do too, but... I... <laughs> well, that makes it a great movie then. Yeah, there was there was a surplus of leg warmers. I, I mean, but... And mustaches. Okay, well, some... first of all... Oh, the porn stash was fucking great. Uh, okay, I loved, no, I didn't love, uh, I enjoyed the first 20 minutes with the, and the last the half Amazon an hour. games. Yes. Yeah. And coming into, and coming into, um, it was a little heavy handed though. You can't win. I know. It, it, was, it was way heavy handed, yeah. but it was fun to watch. Uh, it was fun to see, um, Wonder Woman lose. Oh, uh, no, I, that's. Definitely no. I I've complained. I like okay. I do not pay for superhero movies to see my superheroes depowered. That pissed me off, dude. That completely pissed me off. I did not want to see depowered Wonder Woman. I wanted to see ass kicker Wonder Woman. She was even ass kicker Wonder Woman depowered because she fought through that weakness. <laughs> it's the, they it's, it's it's they they it's the the. The setup of the first one, she was fighting a god. The second one, she was fighting the cheetah, so they needed to bring her down a notch to kill. No, because Maxwell Lord was a god. He had godlike powers at that point. Oh, and okay, explain the godlike. Dude, that, it was, I did not understand the whole wish granting bullshit. Who wishes to be the wish stone? Yeah, he, he wishes to be the wish stone. No, you and know then what he grants was? a wish, but then he gets, he gets something in return? I didn't, yeah, I, that made no sense. Okay, so the wish the wish stone grants you your wish, yes, but yes. takes from you. Yes. Okay, but the, that's why it was the, depowered Wonder Woman. Does I it, understand does that. Does it end up in the stone? Does a whatever it takes? But it from was you like okay, the stone? so it ended up in him when you took something. Okay, and then bargain. like when he goes to the president and he's like, okay, well, what do you wish for, Mr. President? I want more nukes. Yeah, okay, you get more nukes, I and get I get the, all your respect. Yeah, yeah. How did he get something out of granting a wish? Yeah, I, how does that rule I, work? I, I, I don't understand because that. the wish stone took 
what was most important to you? So for Wonder Woman, it would have been her Amazonian heritage, her power. Uh, for Barbara and Minerva, it was her humanity. Uh, for Maxwell Lord, it was his son. For the president, it would have been the respect and the power. It was his nukes. He wanted more nukes, so that he was wanted the most more nukes. Thing, so, so okay, but so that does that mean the wishstone? So that means the wish because he was the wishstone. He got that. So yes. What happens to it when it's taken away from you when you're wishing on a wishstone? When the wishstone is not human. It just, it just. Uh, I'm sorry. That was just, there. There's some faulty. That, that, that was my one. That of my was a leap. Problems. That's a huh. Yeah, it's a big huh. But it's that's kind of the how they played it. Okay, I'll that take he your got word to for choose. It. Okay, well, okay, <clears throat> and again, my other complaint is, I watch a superhero movie to see superheroes, and there was not a lot of Wonder Woman. In that it. was the, the again when you go take the first twenty minutes, you take the last thirty minutes, and that was the uh, the cool Wonder Woman parts. I I think that Gal Gadot does an excellent Diana Prince. I didn't want to see as much Diana Prince no, as I saw. No, neither did I. Um, I thought that uh, Steve Trevor was interesting. I have I had some real problems with it, some oh. huge fucking problems with the whole Steve Trevor thing. Well, my biggest my biggest problem with Steve Trevor was he he was a World War One pilot, and all of a sudden he knows how to fly an eighty four like a fucking no. Here's the bigger problem: is that he took over someone else's body. So she saw. And she was okay with that. She saw That's, Steve Trevor, yeah. but when he looked in the mirror, he was, he was the, the insurance yeah, it was guy. The, it was the yeah. Was, Everybody else saw the insurance guy. Yeah, she's the only one who saw Steve Trevor. So insurance guy is banging Wonder Woman, and at the end of the film, I'm looking at her, looking at him smiling, thinking you're just picturing him naked because now you've seen it. God, no, no. There was a whole non-consensual thing going on there that I actually had problems with. So she didn't actually get her witch anyway. No, she didn't get her witch. So then how does that work? It, it, it's like Steve you can Trevor make more nukes, but you, you make more nukes, but you can't bring back dead? Mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's ultimate wish thing. No. The other thing is, yeah, if she had not given up her wish, that guy would have just been gone. He would have just been erased. No, Steve Trevor, You, you. to your point, Steve Trevor, and it was inhabiting this guy's body, it forced Steve Trevor out of this guy's body, which is why he showed up at the end. Right. With no memory of but, being but Steve Trevor. But he's saying if she didn't renounce her wish, he would have stayed Steve Trevor. Trevor. Oh, yeah, okay, no, you're absolutely right. For I liked how they showed the wish stone destroyed civilizations as, a, as, as they found it. <clears throat> I wish they would have gone more into the... Backstory of the Wish Stone. Yeah, that they needed. That they needed, yeah. Yeah. I she drops it and goes, it's the language of the gods, the first language. And it doesn't go anywhere after yeah. that. Uh, which I thought was a, a missed opportunity. I, I didn't think they needed Steve Trevor. I don't think so either. I liked their take on Maxwell Lord. I liked the, the backstory they gave him versus the one he had in the comics. Yes, it made him more human. Yes. A little bit more, I don't want to say sympathetic, but at the end, it, and you see why he did what he did at the end. Yeah. The flashbacks was more decent. It. I liked them. And again, yeah. that was at the end when he's setting up his little office. and. Yes. He was a con man. And they yeah. and and they kind of redeemed him. I thought Kristen Wiig was Kristen Wiig. 
Oh, actually, now that was, I th- thought the, the high point of the movie is, I thought she was fantastic. She was Kristen Wiig. Okay, well, are you just saying that in general she's fantastic? Because she was fantastic. I mean that she's she's developed a character to perfection. Uh, she was the bumbling, uh, nobody Deep notices girl, me yeah. uh, kind of thing. And I thought that they overdid it and uh, a bit with the, you hired me two weeks ago. Yeah. And you don't know my name. Okay. Yeah, I thought that that was kind of stupid. Though I could see why everybody knew who Diana Prince was. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I think they, they were heavy-handed in the beginning with Barbara Minerva. I loved her scenes with her and Diana. Yeah. When they were uh, just kind of meeting. And, and I thought that that was great. Kristen Wiig made the greatest transition. To go from that character to uh, the fight in the White House, yeah, where she was badass, yeah. Um, it was still a lot. I, okay, the action beats in this is probably where I had the biggest problem, because you had one of the greatest comic book scenes ever in No Man's Land in the first one. Yes, Woman. one of the greatest, one of yeah. the greatest action movie scenes ever. Yes, there was. That obviously that you're never going to live up to that, but there was nothing that even came close. In a lot of ways, it kind of reminded me of of the first Superman. You don't get a lot of Superman battling villains. It's a lot of Superman getting to know Lois Lane, yeah. Superman getting to and you getting to know Clark Kent, and you're getting to. So you you don't if if you look at that film, it it suffered from the same thing. You're right. Part of the problem that it has is you have the no man's land scene in the first one, which sets expectations. Yeah. You know what? I, I the fucking picture that they take with her and the rest of that crew. Yeah. Just that picture evokes more yeah. uh, awe and emotion than this entire movie did. Yeah. Because yeah. it was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. you immediately you get into the the scene where they're they're doing the sniper in the village. Yeah. That was better than anything. Um, but then let's get to the Ares fight at the end. Yeah. Which we all kind of forget about how fucking lame that was. That was horrible. Well, yeah. That was horrible. Okay, if that was lame, then the fight with the cheetah, like with the amped up actual cheetah cheetah at the end was, to me, I, it didn't do anything for me. It was, the CGI looked like it wasn't entirely complete. Whenever they do anything relatively human looking, it just, there's something that just, is off about it or something like that. I just and then the way it moves, it the, the movement was just off. And then I thought the the whole oh well, I'm sliding along power lines and it's not bothering me. But since I'm submerged in water and one of the power lines drops in, well then all of a sudden I'm electrocuted. I just I didn't get it. I was not uh, I was not impressed. She didn't actually slide along power lines. Yeah, she slid. She, no. she was bouncing off. She was bouncing. sparks she, every time she hit something. Yeah, it was. Oh. Uh, You're talking cheetah. She yeah, was the jumping cheetah. Yeah, between, she was jumping. And there was giant lines, sparks dude. every time she hit it. I mean, so there was electricity being given off every time she yeah, jumped. Yeah, I just, from I, one I, I didn't buy that. I, I just, I, I that and that, what should have been the climactic fight at the end just didn't have much I, of a I climax. I didn't think it had any climax as far as the Maxwell Lord thing went. Oh no, that was. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to them. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I, I completely agree with that. I I didn't really see a need for the golden armor. Other than hopefully Alex Ross got paid a whole shitload of money for that. I hope so, too. Uh, it was cool as the cheetah was running around her and ripping off yeah. the wings. 
Uh, I could see that, but and how did we say? And how did Kristen Wig? How did Barbara Minerva get two wishes? Because she wished to be strong and cool and tough and like Diana and stuff like that. And well, that, sudden, that was that was his wish. He did said something about yes, you're gonna make you you're gonna be ferocious and whatever. He um, granted her more. Ma- Maxwell Lord was the one who oh, said yeah, that. I must have fro- missed that. Then, he's standing there. I, the only thing I picked up was she, she said something like, "I want to be the apex predator" or yes, something like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, and and but because he, she saved him at the White House, okay, he granted her more. Okay, again, that whole wish logic is lost on me. I'm just I wasn't digging that. I liked seeing the cheetah. It wasn't the perfect uh, representation of cheetah for me, but I really liked that character. I liked how they 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 incorporated both the original cheetah, like it was just. A woman who thought she was wronged by, you know, yes. by Wonder Woman, and then evolved into the modern cheetah, where she's like this feline, you know, predator type yes. uh, woman or something like that. I did like both the, the way that they evolved. They that, included that, them that, all. That was cool. And and not the, to hit on a couple of good points. I'm glad. That, I'm glad as hell. Even though the explanation for it was a little a little goofy, the invisible jet. I excuse me. Yes, thank you. I that, that is something that that. Needs to be in Wonder Woman lore in some incarnation every time. So I'm glad they included that. I uh, I did not uh, absolutely love uh, the CGI on the Golden Lasso. Yeah, that was and they little... overused it too. It yeah, for there's as, that. Is they did overuse it. Um... And those kids are dead. Those kids have broken necks. Are you necks. fucking kidding me? I watched okay, that scene. Right. They're dead. Yeah. There's no fucking way he, anybody he, survives that. Even if you could grab them and scoop them up and safely, when you hit that rolling, their head... <laughs> Did you see? Yeah. I was watching that scene going, you should have pulled went, back. She landed on them and yes. then rolled yeah, on yeah, top yeah. of them. Yeah, yes. like a, uh, yes. The kids were dead. Yeah. I, I went with that, too. And then too. the whole um, the ro- Steve Trevor launching the rocket and using the lasso yeah, to yeah. grab onto the rock was just... I was like... Was this a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon or something like that? I'm like, what the fuck? It was bad. Uh, Acme. I did like that they they gave her flight. The flying scene I actually thought was as good a flying scene as I... Like her getting kind of adjusted to it. I thought that was as good a scene as I've ever seen in a superhero. And Wonder Woman should fly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I thought that that was cool. You gotta dig for what you love. Well, okay. Yeah, the, it's it's the the um the one Easter egg that I really liked was the first guy that he was talking with was uh, Simon Stag. Yes, and he even had like the the haircut yes. like Simon Stag and stuff like that. I thought that was brilliant. Yes, and uh, and I would love to see Metamorpho in uh, in a fucking. I doubt you're going to, but it would have been it would have been cool. Uh, the third Wonder Woman film has been greenlit, so we're going to get a third Wonder sure. Woman film. Okay. Uh, I, I, I absolutely love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Oh, no, she's, uh, no, she's easily the yeah, best yeah. part of the movie. She's, uh, she's stunning. She's, she does a great, you know, she, she inhabits both Diana Prince and Wonder Woman, yeah, I think, well. Yes, she has an authority, that, that presence. That yes. Yeah. Sense of, no. sense of power without having to yeah. demonstrate it. What I think the problem, what I think the biggest thing that the movie suffers from, and as you already said, is No Man's Land. The, scene, the No Man's Land scene. It really was missing. Well, you couldn't recreate that. You can't you, have that. It was, well, that know, was but, lightning but in a bottle, but I mean, there was nothing that even like came close. Well, like, yeah. The actions, I just, none of the action scenes did anything for me. 
They could have dropped. They could have dropped the entire Maxwell Lord Wishstone thing. Yes. Completely. Yes. Gone with Cheetah. Yeah. And which would have been. Take, she ends up getting her powers, so she gets weakened because of that. You could have got done away with Chris Pine too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you I, need I, Steve Trevor. You didn't either. need Steve Trevor. You so now she could lose him again. Oh. That was flogging a dead horse. Uh, I don't even think that. Really, honestly, I don't think you needed. A love interest for one woman. I don't think that. No. I don't think it adds that, anything. Oh, oh, that almost seemed forced. I, I think. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, I'm going to agree with you on that. And I really hadn't thought of it, but as soon as you said it, that felt right. Cheetah would have been more than enough character for her. Yeah, they, yes. they could have trimmed about 45 minutes out of the middle of the film with taking out those two storylines, and I would have been good with that. Yeah. I, I enjoyed seeing Pedro Pascal, but like they, people have said, it's the Pedro Pascal movie. Yeah. It's not Wonder Woman. No, he was really good in it, though. No, you thought he was good in it? I thought, I thought he, was he was good, good playing the character he's playing? Yes. Yeah, the character was, was a misrepresentation. I think he played it well. I didn't think it was Maxwell Lord. I could, I could, I bought into his character. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't see it as Max. No, if you want, I didn't see it as it the was, Maxwell Lord from the comic. It wasn't written well, but he acted it well. Yeah. Okay. Still written better than Birds of Prey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? You sure? Yeah, I, I, they, I'm thinking about it. They could have dropped the whole Maxwell Lord. They could have gone with the cheetah. They could have. There would have been more intrigue. Or else you have him like in the comics, snap his neck at the end. I kept waiting for that. I, I, was, yeah. I kept fucking waiting I, I did for her too, to reach like, into that and just snap his neck. I figured, yeah. I figured the lasso would do it because the lasso did everything else in the movie. There was a lot of the lasso. There was a lot of lasso going on. Um, All right. Well, uh, speaking of beating a horse to death, I think we have. Uh, what is the star rating on this one, boys? I go two and a half. I thought it was a midland, fair to midland. Yeah, I'm going to say below average i never feel the need to watch it again i'm gonna say two star movie i'll go two stars for what i saw all right that's our fluctuation and half a star if i watch the whole thing (laughs) all right well that's our opinion of wonder woman 84 let us know what yours is what did you think of wonder woman 84 let us know on facebook or twitter tune in next week same geek time same geek podcast for all new all different material thanks for listening and hey keep on geeking on